Hey, uh, welcome back to Homegrown. It's great to have you here for another chat, especially with Brad Cox. We've been getting around him for, you know, a few years. Really awesome singer-songwriter, such a character too. The last time I actually spoke to him, he was on the back of a truck herding cattle. Now, I've been crooked this whole week, and he was in Melbourne a couple of days ago. So I gave it over to my main man, Chris Holland, who you'd know, the musical director for this show. And uh, one request he had was for a bit of a musical intro. So I'm going to do that for you now, Dutchie, even though I'm talking to you and you've already done it. With the magic of radio, it sounds like I'm passing it on to you now. So Brad Cox, you remember songs like... Drinking Season, uh, Give Me Tonight as well, which goes like this. And he's got a brand new album, Acres, which is out now, Last Time Last. So without further ado, Dutchie, I'll hand it over to you, my friend. And now you can say how amazing the intro was that just happened. <laughs> how bloody amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I did a good job. Yeah, well, Matty O be happy. Fantastic, mate. I'm impressed. <laughs> so Matty O's not here. Matty O might have been in the same place you were uh, the weekend before we've recorded this, which is a special time in Brisbane known as Magic Round. <laughs> Very special time. Booked in next year already. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ready to go. Very large weekend. Very large. Well, okay, so this is what I I want to know what happened up in Brizzy. Well, I started to think that the schooners maybe had holes in the bottom of them. Because <laughs> they were just, they just kept they were, they going were disappearing. Empty and empty. <laughs> yep. <laughs> maybe that's why Matteo's got me to do this. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. Look, I turned up though. Well so done. That's all right. Like a hard worker, like a trooper. No, uh, Matteo showed me a video of the last time he caught up with you, which was a radio interview conducted from the back of a ute while herding cattle. It actually was. I'd forgotten, I'd forgotten about that. Yeah, but I was, I was, I was moving cows. But like, how just exceptionally you it's just you just doing your normal stuff how perfect yeah yeah that's right look that's that's actually happens to me a lot i recently did one as i was changing the oil in my ute underneath the car, underneath the car <laughs> on the radio yeah just <laughs> why put on a show why do something fancy yeah you're talking to brad cox and this is what i'm doing yeah mate it's just part of what i get up to and maybe that's a little bit reflected in the new record yeah that's that's perfect so you're going to get the genuine article before i ask specific questions about the music right from the start before that I want to talk about your merchandise <laughs> available now at your website. I'm going to ask about specific items. I want to know how they started and why. All right. Item one is a stubby holder, a cartoon of a lizard drinking with the text. It's called Country Music Mother. <laughs> how did that idea start and why are you selling that? <laughs> well, um, I, I just thought it grabbed people's attention. The lizard came from a video clip that I did um, during COVID, I think it was, for my, my song Drinking Season. We did an animated video clip and, and the guy asked me, like, what character do you want to be? So naturally I said, a fat lizard in overalls drinking a beer. <laughs> um, so that's where the image came from. And then it's called Country Music Mother has almost become a little bit of a slogan um, as we, uh, I, I suppose, we see the the expansion and the demise of country music stigma around the country, which is. is which is very cool. That stigma is kind of disappearing, isn't it? Isn't yeah, it? man, it's happening. Um, the the hottest tickets in Australia at the moment are country music tickets, and and uh, I think at the moment there's a number one song in the country that's country music, uh, Morgan Wallen. So it's happening. I feel like we've been watching it for ten years, and everyone's starting to figure it out. Yeah, that is excellent, and this is why. 
why. Brad Cox is here on Homegrown. Number two, I want to ask about another stobby holder that has two lollipops on it <laughs> that says Cox Sucker. <laughs> <laughs> well, that come from an idea where I wanted to, we were doing a big festival and I wanted to actually get lollipops done called Cox Suckers, but I couldn't make it work. I couldn't make it work quick enough, so we just threw it on a stubby holder. That's a great <laughs> idea. Okay. So look, I got I got a little bit of um, got a little bit of flack when I was growing up for my last name. Not too much, but a little bit with the last name like Cox. And now I make good money off silly <laughs> slogans and selling it. Absolutely, that's awesome. It reminds me of uh, another country artist, uh, Fanny Lumsden, who's an absolute legend and has just just embraced the name and put it on the merch. And definitely, yeah. I've done one show with Fanny years and years ago. I opened at one of her country hall shows, and we sold a lot of I love Fanny and I love Cox merch. <laughs> How good is that? Item number three from the merch store: <laughs> a tea towel with a rooster on it that says "Too many cocks in the kitchen." Oh man, that one! I'm always thinking of like ways to use my last name in merch, and like we've gone through them all. Brad Clocks. I want to do Brad Clogs. I did uh, years ago. I did cock socks. They weren't for your feet. Um, <laughs> Chili peppers. All all sorts of things. And then I was just mowing the lawn a few weeks ago and had the idea and went screaming into the kitchen because Sammy looks after all my merch. My beautiful partner. We we do all the merch from home and rolled in and said we need a tea towel called too many cocks in the kitchen just came to me yeah perfect the bobblehead <laughs> oh the bobbleheads i actually don't know where that idea came from but i thought um i thought no one else had done that no one else in this country had uh yeah sold bobbleheads so got them i've done two now got one that's um the first one's smoking and then the second one's fishing got a big red emperor and, and an esky so i don't know what the next bobblehead will uh, look like but you're right i've seen it kind of with afl players and that's it I yeah right why not do it yeah there you go well they're very expensive to make is the is the reason uh the ones i get done they're all actually all hand painted um so but they're really good quality they're really heavy and i've seen i've seen a few of them on fronts of motorbikes and you know mantelpieces people put them anywhere awesome and the last one is just the slogan that's on a few and that's drinking fishing cocks mate that just came from the what i write a lot of songs about which is done quite a lot in country music because you know it's a formula that works and it's things we we love doing um so that one yeah that one literally just just came from came from um the kind of songs that people were loving yeah well one of these is a song title off the new album how goods beer and fishing uh, i think there's two things in this world that can cure most of our problems a cold beer and a wet vision line so <laughs> two things i love very much very nice but then there's another song on the album called memories and whiskey how yeah. goods whiskey <laughs> yeah that's right that's exactly right yeah that one that one's like a big piano ballad song um it, it was it was written with the guy i produced sorry the guy that produced the record for me brandon hood uh, and another guy called phil billy um nice. and that's yeah that's a beautiful like proper feels like an old school country song you'd want to drink whiskey to too very nice so yeah they are from the new album acres congratulations on the release uh, of that like that's a lifetime of work going into making it how does it feel to have that album out in the world now yeah thank you so much um man it's been it's been a big few years putting this together um it's 17 songs which is a lot um but yeah it, it feels like it feels like it's working too you know there's been a lot of um a lot of great response in the initial you know initial release weeks and now we're putting it on the road uh which is my favorite thing to do my favorite process of all of it is getting it out and and um and going to play it live so i'm really it, it's a really exciting time man we got uh, we got a lot going on throughout june you'll be all over the joint coast to coast is just that one month kind of in the plan um for now yeah for the kind of acres tour um we're going everywhere east coast um, across to adelaide and perth uh, perth for the first time which would be great um but look we got we got plans later in the year potentially want to do um some solo theaters i'm going go and tell a few yarns about these songs and and um and really dive into kind of how they were written rather than produced um which is something i fell in love with being able to do during covid when i was doing solo shows so and then 
a bunch of festivals, man. Which, um, yeah, as I, as I just said, playing lives. I've, I always say I love love writing and recording, but I'm addicted to playing live. So it's um, it's definitely my favourite thing to do. It's where you feel that energy back from the people that are right there and how they're enjoying it and how they're experiencing. It. You can send the energy back to each other and all around. And yeah, exactly right. And I think um, you know, someone spending fifty bucks on a ticket to come and see us might be the last fifty bucks they had that that week. And I think that's kind of a really important um, um, what's the word? Really, really important, you know, privilege that you know I take very seriously. So it's uh, it's great, and we put and we we do a great show. We spend spend a lot of months working hard on putting these shows together. So it uh, it's for me, it's definitely the pinnacle of what I get to do. Yeah, nice. Let's talk about the song uh, "Last Time Last." It's a song we've heard quite a bit here on Homegrown. Now, before one even hears that song, you notice the the wisdom that's gone into that title, like the words you're using in the merchandise, like the the play on the word "last." Explain to me how you came up with using the word "last" like that. Um, I think that's something I think about a lot as a songwriter and, um, and you know, that, that those two L's and two different meanings of the same word is, you know, I think that's what we achieve, we strive to find as a songwriter is, you know, situations where we can do that. And this one quite came quite naturally, really. Um, for me, I wrote it about, about, um, you know, if you, if you knew you were going home to get broken up with, you'd probably go the long way around or, you know, leave it till tomorrow. Um, but since playing it live, I've, I've noticed that a lot of people are interpreting it slightly different. Um, for instance, one lady said to me that her, her brother had recently died in a car accident or something and, you know, they had a family barbecue and, you know, she wished she spent an extra hour there and made that last time she saw him last. And I thought, that's isn't that the beauty of songwriting? For me, I wrote it like that and someone else has perceived it totally different, um, which I think's you know, I think that's quite a quite a cool thing that we get to experience sometimes. Absolutely. That's, yeah, really special. Another one, a, a song on the album with the same name, A. Acres. Uh, I get an image of something when I hear that word, but what does acres mean to you? Mate, during um, during when the world shut down, Sammy and I were, were fortunate enough to buy a few acres up in central Queensland, which is something I've always just dreamed of doing, you know, owning a bit of dirt. We've got a couple cows, a couple chooks, dog, beautiful house, you know, creek, all those things. And, and for me, I feel like, well, the reason I called the album after that song is I feel like it probably represents me in the best way at, at this time. Um, and I, I, I've learned how to prioritise spending time at home on those acres, which allows me to put 100% of my focus into the Thursday to Sunday job that we do out on the road. And, and um, I've seen a lot of bands burn out and cancel tours and, and whatnot, and I've really kind of prioritised time off. I like put that put that in the calendar kind of situation. Um, and I'm really thankful that I'd, I'd do it now before I'm 30, you know, third album in, because I feel like there's a lot of longevity left in this, in this career and a lot of albums. And if I don't do it, it might be a different story. So, yeah. Yeah, that's where the song came from and that's why the album's called that as well pace yourself give yourself time to breathe yeah yeah that's exactly right it's you know it's almost the old saying enjoy the journey not the destination and um and i just i love it we've f- fully fallen in love with that little piece of paradise up in central queensland and i think we'll live there for a long time yeah nice now the big question or the small question maybe size isn't all that matters how's willie cox <laughs> willie cox yes that is my dog and the reason he's called willie cox is for that reason <laughs> 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 because it's ridiculous. It's very nicely done. And again, like, very clever with your words. Yes, I can't so wait happened? till I have kids. <laughs> They're doomed. Look out. They'll be at the hospital going, reading the birth certificate. Is this guy serious? 
<laughs> but no, the do- what type of dog is it? Is it a cattle dog or? Like- yeah, he's a little um, yeah, a little blue dog uh, cross border collie. Yeah, he's he's a he's a good little working dog. He chases me cows around for me and helps out helps out on the farm. Um, yeah, he's my little mate. So, um, it's the dream, man. Little dog chasing you around, you know, ten inches behind your heels all day while you're mustering cows or fencing. It's a good time. Yeah, good to have a friend that close by when you're doing stuff. It is, man. Yeah. Now I've lived quite a few places in Australia doing radio and things. Now I love you to tell me a couple of parts of the country where you've lived, like or for or where you've been, and see if I know anything about it. Um. So sure. So you mentioned this property, Central Queensland. Where, whereabouts exactly is that? Um. We're just near Yapoon. Um. Yapoon, Rockhampton. So we fly in yeah. and out of Rocky every every week. Have you been up there before? Yes. Yeah. Um. Yes. More couple of days in Yapoon and a little in Rocky. And nice. how many uh, like statues of cows are there or bulls yeah. throughout the town of Rocky? There's a few. I heard. I heard that the this thing they've all got a bit of Rio bar up under their plums because I think back in the day anyone that was on the piss used to go and find find these statues and and kick the plums <laughs> off as a souvenir when they went to Rocky. Go and nick the knackers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that's right. <laughs> so yep, I got that. Yeah, your poons are so on the beach. Yeah. And so I went. I as while I was working in Cairns and they would have me record a show that went to uh, Rocky and Gladstone. Yep. And your poon and kind of all through there and Billow. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. So love that part of the world. Where else you were? Did you grow up in Jindabyne? Grew up in Jindabyne. Yep. That's my hometown. And then uh, spent a bit of time in Wagga. Yeah. Um, for a few years, kind of on and off. I was kind of lived in my car and did rural contracting across the country, basically. So bit a bit of time in Darwin, bit of time in uh, Walgett there at yeah, one right. stage or around that country. Um, bit out in uh, the Mallee out here. Did a season harvesting out there. So I've spent I've spent a few weeks in a lot of a lot of parts of the country as I was kind of playing music in pubs and and uh, running out of money. So I'd go and find a job for a few weeks. That's, I love the freedom of that. Like as like it has its challenges. Absolutely. I miss it. I miss a lot. I miss a lot of aspects of it. Yeah, I'm 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 absolutely in love with what we have now and and where we live, man. But there was a good eight years there. I lived in the back of a car on you know voluntarily and yeah, pulled up somewhere, cook a feed, play a bit of guitar, go and as I said, run out of money, go and find a job for a few weeks and then keep rolling. Yeah, yeah. I loved it. Fascinating. That sounds great. And that's stuff you can put into songs. Yeah, yeah, all those okay. memories and experiences for sure. Cool. Now, uh, one question Matty O likes to ask is if you've ever had a spinal tap moment at a gig where where, where something may have just gone horribly wrong. Um, yeah, years ago, <laughs> we did this gig um, at a bowling club somewhere. It was rubbish. The promoter was a joker. <laughs> I'm like talking small time. There was 25 people turning up to this gig and I kept getting electrocuted off the microphone <laughs> and it kept happening and happening. I said to the sound guy, man, this is not good, blah, 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 fix it, tried to fix it, and then it got to the point where it really booted me, so I just, we were halfway through the song, I literally just put the guitar down, walked outside, started smoking a cigarette, the boys played another verse, and then the gig kind of was over. <laughs> was just, I'm not going, just, I'm not going back out there, it's just not happening. Why would you? It's a full threat to your life. Yeah, look, I can handle a bit of 12-volt tongue on the battery situation, but that was, uh, yeah, that was a bit of a, it was booting me. <laughs> it was a little bit much. <laughs> I love a good bowls club, though. Yes, a yes. Schnitty and a schooner. Can't go wrong, can you? Lunch well, time, preferably. <laughs> you can if the mic's not wired properly. Yeah, but uh, right. yeah, so you've gone beyond doing bowls clubs now. Big shows, big festival. We can't wait for June. Yeah, like you said, you're going everywhere from Perth to Geelong and up to Newcastle and all sorts of stuff. So I hope that goes really well. Yeah, thanks and so much. Festivals as well. And I hope the album's really well received. Acres, check it out now. But uh, Brad Cox, thank you very much for your time on Homegrown. Cheers, and uh, and yeah, all the best, man. Thanks so much, man. We'll do it again soon. Cheers, Matty O. Magic round. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it. <laughs>